to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter podcast for true Potterheads. We will be rereading the books chapter by chapter and having discussions, including all of our knowledge of the world and what is happening now. This is a spoiler-heavy podcast, so if you haven't read Harry Potter, what is wrong with you? Um, But get ready. I'm Robin. And I'm Bayana, the Black Luna and Hermione, respectively, and proud Ravenclaws. We've loved Potter since the beginning and are most likely not prepared for the feelings reading these books entails, but have decided to record them for your listening pleasure. So we have some announcements and reminders that we're going to start off with. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts and feelings as we go through. So please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to follow along. Also, make sure to read our blog. This podcast is a part of Black Girls Nerd Out, and we update the blog every Tuesday and Thursday with new posts, um, sometimes off days when we feel like it, Um, and some Harry Potter-related and some unrelated, although pretty much everything we write about comes back to Potter because that was the beginning. So, have you ever wondered what it would be like to be Black at Hogwarts? Do you want to write about it? Well, we're working on a project called Hogwarts BSU, Black Student Union, a collection of super short stories and anecdotes illustrating what it would be like to be a Black student at Hogwarts. So if you would like to submit, check out the website for the guidelines. Um, And then do you want to be a contributor to Black Girls Nerd Out? If you want to write posts on on being a Black nerd, email us at weblackandnerds at gmail.com. You can also go to the website for more details. And make sure to follow us on social media. So we are on Facebook as Black Girls Nerd Out and on Twitter, always on Twitter, (laughs) at We Black and Nerds, We Black and Nerds, at Yana underscore Hallows. That's at Y-A-N-A underscore Hallows, if you don't know Hallows. As in Deathly Hallows. Yes. If you don't know, now you know. (laughs) And I am at Robin, R-O-B-Y-N underscore Ravenclaw, at Robin underscore Ravenclaw because Ravenclaw. All right. And then on Instagram at Black Girls Nerd Out and on Tumblr at Black Girls Which Nerd Out. Which both of those things need to be updated, so don't go there and be like, where's all the posts? Y'all said there were posts. We're there working on it, all right? Get off our back. Damn. All right. So we are going to dive right in with what's happening in the Potterverse and in the fandom right now. Um, this probably won't be a everyday thing because there's not that much happening on a day-to-day basis, but have y'all seen the preview of the illustrated Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Yo, Stone? like, we just both bought entire new series for this podcast so that we can take notes. Like, I'm willing to cash out right now. Like, Rowling can have all my money. Bloomsbury. Like, literally. They take just, my money. Take it all. Just give it to me I, now. Like, they literally, that's all they want, and I'm willing to give that to You them. can have it. So, take I just, it. just give me that illustrated book one like, time. Like, give me your routing number so I can put it in my thing so that my paycheck just goes, you know, 10% Bloomsbury. That's give me my stuff. Totally cool with that. Yeah. Just take our money. We want them. So, you can look on Bloomsbury's website. They've released new character portraits, including this bomb picture of Hagrid, new pictures of um, Ron and Harry, and then a seven-page preview of this upcoming edition, which is just beautiful. And um, will be bought immediately. Immediately. As soon as possible. As soon as possible. So <laughs> there isn't... Um, I don't know if there's still a release date for the new illustrated edition, but there are seven pages on PDF on Bloomsbury's website that will show you 
what you will be spending your money on. And you know we will be spending that money. Just take it. Take it. Alright. Okay, so let's just get going. Let's dive right in. We are <laughs> we are starting with Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, where it all began. Alright, so the boy who lives. Um I it's a it's a quick 17 pages of Diana. <laughs> so fantastically pointed out to me earlier um let's start with you Bayana. what were your thoughts okay so i have a lot of feelings about petunia but i kind of want to like get into that later yeah i'm gonna get into it later i kind of want to go in order okay um as much as that is possible um so let's just let's just start Start from from the jump with privet drive they start we open on the first sentence of what becomes the rest of your life. The Basically. first sentence of the rest of your lives, people, is Mr. and Mrs. Dursley of number four Privet Drive were proud to say that they were perfectly normal. Thank you very much. Oh, I wrote a, I put a smiley face in my book next to that because it just all the feelings. It was just like I'm I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. We're getting I'm our back. Hogwarts letter. Oh my god. We're getting on the train. It's just so many like it's time so to great. go like just remembering like i've read this book a billion times but just remembering like when i was little reading it when i was like six or seven and being really excited and then like every year after that pretty much <laughs> <laughs> being like oh school's out we're doing this again uh, okay um all right so can i just start off by saying mr dursley is actually like he's okay he's a terrible person but he's also the most boring person ever in life like He's hella boring. Like, you work at a company that makes drills. And all he cares about are drills. And, like, he's just, like... And nuts and bolts and pieces of drills. Nope, that's boring. I don't care. (laughs) I just don't care. And I think that I'm really, like... I think it's interesting that we, like, get to see kind of, like, his one of his days at work. Um, I feel like it's a good contrast between the rest of the book and how, like magical it is or even just this whole chapter because like as he's going to work and trying to live his like regular life and like he likes yelling at people that's like one of his that's how boring he is yelling at people makes his day anyway so he's like oh i'm just gonna like get some food get some lunch get a bun or whatever and then there's just like people in cloaks everywhere (laughs) just like hella happy and shit like it's just yeah i don't know it's like a really good contrast between his world and how he's so perfectly like content with it being normal quotes um that he just does the most boring thing ever like you could have a normal like you have a normal life and not be boring but he's just as you're talking about that or as you're saying that it just brings to mind this like allegory about life right so you spend your whole day with your head down and you do your job and you're focused on being boring and being and being perceived as normal, they want they. That's right. all they. they it's that's not. All I mean, want, yeah. a, a big thing about this is that normal is what other people perceive you as. It's mm-hmm. not really what you're. Because I'm sorry, Dudley Dursley is not a normal child. He's terrible. He's horrible. Um. So and the parents that make a Dudley Dursley are not normal. Because a normal, I would like to think that normal parents would be like, "Hey, you can't behave this way." But anyway, so like they're so worried about being perceived as normal and he's and they're so self-absorbed that they miss all of this magic that's happening around them and like this whole chapter kind of goes to show 
that if you're not paying attention, you miss the owls, you miss the magic, and it's around you, and you just need to open your eyes. And so, like, when you said that, I was just like, damn, this, like, JK knows all. Yeah, but, I mean, it's also Queen. really deliberate, though, right? Because, yes. like, yeah, they're missing the owls or whatever, but, like, they a lot of that is like they don't want to see it. Like, yeah. they know that it exists. It's not like people who just are oblivious to the fact that it exists, and they see the owls but don't really know what it means and it's just like a freak thing like where they're like no this is terrible and that's like the other thing that really interested like i mean he sees mcgonagall reading a, a map right it's one of the it's on the first page he sees or no the second page, page yeah um but he as he's going to work he sees what looks to be a cat reading a map no not reading what was he thinking cats don't read maps and he, like he purposely to... like talks himself out of what he saw exactly and it's like He's also, I wrote in my margins, I was like, oh, okay, so there was this quote where, on page three where he's like, Mr. Dursley couldn't bear people who dressed in funny clothes. The get-ups you saw on young people. And then I wrote, he's probably racist, homophobic, etc. <laughs> like, he just is so concerned with what everyone else is doing. And I, like, is that, I see that most, like, specifically in bigots, because it's like, they're so concerned about everyone else. Yeah, and not it's, so much it's, about they're like not thinking like, okay, I'm gonna just do me, whatever. They're like, no, like I actively don't like you. And it's like yeah. just It's how them, it's how them being girl, actively against gay marriage because it affects traditional marriage. Right. When it's like what that does someone else's life have to do with your life? Exactly. And so it's like you see these dudes on the corner in some cloaks and you're like really upset about this. Like it's ruining your day. Like, what kind of person are you that that would ruin your day? Other than you just be like, that's strange, and then go about your life. Could you imagine Vernon Dursley living in San Francisco? Or Oakland. Yeah. (laughs) Guys, if you're out there listening or, you know, out there, I don't know, write that fanfic (laughs) of the Dursley's vacation in San Francisco during uh, Beta Breakers. That would be great. Or in Oakland during, like, Pyrofest or anything. Just a normal Tuesday in Oakland, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what, is, what is this? What's happening? What is this life? I don't know this. Okay, so. Um, what else? Let me make sure I don't skip stuff. I mean, I guess we can talk about Petunia now, because, like, she's pretty much. Okay. I, I think, I think we should talk about Petunia, because I think Petunia, um, even though she so says, she says, like, three lines in this first chapter, she really informs a lot of this like, chapter right. and and I, that was like one of the interesting things out. about this is like this first chapter is told by, by the or most of this first chapter until Dumbledore shows up is told from the perspective of Mr. Dursley um, but at the same time like we go about his day and blah 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 whatever but at the same time it's a lot about Petunia like it's pretty like they don't mention her very much but it's like they're worried about the Potters that's her that's her sister that's her side of the family like when uh, he gets home or whatever, and he like asks, he's like, "Oh, there's some stuff." Um, what was it? Oh, he was watching the news, sees all the like weird stuff that's been happening, and he like tries to bring it up to Petunia, but he's like super nervous about it. He's like, "I want to bring it up because I don't want her to be mad that I'm bringing up her sister and all that stuff." And it's like, so everything revolves around her at this moment, um, which I just think is really interesting. All, yeah, I it mean, says, as expected, when he brings up her sister, Mrs. Dursley looked shocked and angry. After all, they normally pretended she didn't have a sister. Like, there's, like, so much... That's the thing. It's, like, so much active ignorance. Or not ignorance. Denial. Yeah, denial, pretty much. Or, like, 
obliviousness to these things and like so she's just like I don't have it like she completely like doesn't even think about it but at the same time when Harry gets dropped on the doorstep which we can talk about later in more detail like it's not I mean I'm really interested and like obviously that would have been doing too much to actually like have this in the book for it to be a children's book (laughs) but um I'm really interested in like what her reaction was after that like all we get is that she screamed when she opens the door but then immediately after that we know that she took him in so it's like yeah there was the letter and you know like later there's a whole like remember my last petunia like Dumbledore explains why he needs to be there but she could also not care she could just not give a fuck about Harry like what does that have to do with her family like yeah he needs a place um where like the magic on from his mom can help or will help him and protect him from Voldemort and all that stuff but like Petunia didn't have to do that, and she did. You know what I mean? Like, it's... I mean, I think there is something to... um, That she didn't have to do it, but there was this one part, um, again, on page three. This is the, by the way, this is the paperback scholastic version that we're reading, so when we say page three, that's what we're going off of. If you have a different copy, I don't know what page you're on, but it's really early in the book. Um, (laughs) Just, we're going off the scholastic paperback version, so... Um, anyway, so he says that there was no point in worrying Mrs. Dudley. She got so upset at the mention of her sister, and he didn't blame her. If he had a sister like that, his sister is not that great, let's be honest. Marge is a terrible person. Um, but I kind of got that thought when I see the way that he, if he, if, like, if I had a sister like that, and I'm thinking, you know, I don't know when um or how much older petunia is it doesn't really say but they're still relatively young yeah, at um point. at this point and if she fell in love with vernon i'm wondering how much his staunch conservatism and bigotedness has informed how she feels about her sister or if that's the other way around it could also be that that's why she chose him and yeah right? because it's like she was already had she was already had the problem with I mean, she probably didn't tell Vernon that she was jealous because she didn't get to go to Hogwarts, but, like, she already had this whole thing. She's, like, 10 years deep in her, like, being with But I do think that there's a difference between having this jealousy and also, like, the way that you you have denial about your jealousy. You you don't want to say, like, I'm jealous of her. Like, you don't want to, like, uh, internalize, like, I wish I was, I like, I wish I could have been a witch or whatever. And so it does make sense that, like, that's her relationship with Vernon changes that like that's not normal that's not a kind of lifestyle I want into being actively hostile right well again so, we, don't, we didn't see like we don't know their, their relationship their or their childhood or anything yeah. true but I think there is this you know she just there's doesn't talk she doesn't talk about her sister right. she doesn't at the most they came to like visit for a holiday, I no, think. No, they, it was like, yeah, it was like one time. It was one time was they came to dinner. And they like blew up and then that was before Harry and. Yeah, that was before they. Shout I think out they, Pottermore yeah. for like the two seconds I was on it. But um, <laughs> there was also, no, but I like, I agree with that. Like it informs it. But if you look at the, if in the thing, like Vernon is afraid to, to bring up the Potters to her. So it's not, it's clearly like, it's not the other way around where she's like, okay, he's he's big and I think it could be a little bit of both like yeah. I agree but I also think, I think that that's also informs why she chose him like he's the most like I said he's boring he's the most like normal person that she could Same. find right and she's he's and like so it just like 
she didn't get it. It seems more like, okay, I didn't get to be a witch, so I'm gonna be so much of a muggle that you're not I'm gonna, gonna be, be a super muggle. So, right. I'm gonna be so that's your superpower. That's your magical power. <laughs> She's a you super got, muggle. You got something in the Well, I just okay. so the the thought that I was having and we're kind of you know, this is the point of this podcast is that we're gonna really dive deep into these things. Um is that her way of her super muggled muggledness right. is to pretend that it doesn't exist. Exactly. So she doesn't mention her sister. She gets upset when you break that this delusion that she has that she doesn't have a sister, that these that this entire world doesn't exist. Like if I can't be a part of it, fine. It doesn't exist. Like it just doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And that I think is still different. I think indifference is different than the active hostility and like anger that does or that Vernon shows like Vernon says um, when he, and I have this really hilarious note when he runs into, um, they don't say who this guy is. Who is this guy? He runs into an old man and he knocks him down and he says, don't be sorry, my dear sir, for nothing could accept me today. We rejoice for you know who is gone at last. Even muggles like yourself should be celebrating this happy, happy day. That's one of my favorite parts. It's such a great part. I'm pretty sure that's, that's uh, the Dad- Dalias. Yeah, Daddle. But Dallas he's in Diggle. Kent. And I think they're in Kent. Oh, oh, and somebody else. It's someone else. Who I is this dude? I thought that was him. Yeah, I thought it was for a really long time. Oh. And then after, after close reading, <laughs> um, this time I realized that if they're talking about uh, the shooting stars in Kent. Evaporated. It's true. He could have. Um, we don't know. The and the muggle, um, the muggle, the magical world is so small, especially in Britain. So yeah. it could be him. Um, but Mister Dursley was rattled. He was upset. He was called a muggle, and it really like took him out of the rest of the day. And I think even in like his drive to work, seeing the people in cloaks, and then at his lunchtime, seeing the people in cloaks, his reaction was more hostile angry how dare they mm-hmm. um whereas petunia's reactions to me are like what are you talking about i don't see anything like right. she would have just and maybe that comes from the fact that she's a housewife and so she doesn't actually really leave privet drive it's all of her gossip from the neighbors and um hangs out with dudley all day which god bless her better <laughs> you than me um oh, <laughs> but I think that that's a, I think it's a difference. Right. And so as we move on and we start to think about how they actively treat Harry, um, it's something interesting to think about. Right. I just, yeah. And I just think that like, I don't know. We don't find out that Petunia is like as much of an active character in the story until I guess it would be the fifth, right? When we find what she knows about the mentors. Mm-hmm. And then I guess later when we find out about Snape and stuff, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's just interesting this time going back and like kind of, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to be a little bit more like, I'll pay attention a little bit more to like the parts that she's in because like kind of understanding what, like where she's coming from in her history. Yeah. Um, because that's interesting because it's like, yeah, she doesn't have to, like, even what's it called? Marge, Lord, that, mm-hmm. that woman. And she's like, oh, if, if he'd been dumped on my doorstep, he'd been straight to an orphanage. And it's like, yeah, you could have done that. You could have been like, nah, 
fuck that kid. Like, but she but does she know. She right. has the letter. What's what I'm saying? Know. But what I'm saying is she still could have made the decision if she's like pretending she doesn't have a sister. If she's pretending all this stuff. She doesn't want anything to do with this world. Like, she could have easily just been like, "Nah, I'm not doing this," and she did. And so, and like, not to say that that makes her like an amazing person because she's still abusive, just like her husband and her. Son. And she allows the abuse, and she allows the which like. Is so she's still the same. They put him. They put him in a freaking cupboard. So. Like, yeah, so it's still obviously a problem, but there's some kind of, like, blood or, like, familial thing between her and her sister, at the very least, that she doesn't, like, give up. Yes. Um, whether, whether like, that doesn't totally, like, translate to Harry. It kind of does in that, like, that's her She son. cares enough about Lily to keep Harry, to keep Harry. but still hates Harry. And, and like, what he represents and resents him. And, yes. So it's interesting. I mean, I think that there's a lot in Petunia that I'm glad that you're going to like really look into. And Mm -hmm. once you said that, I'm like, I'm going to be, you know, looking (laughs) into it too. Um, I think Vernon is very much like he, he is what he says he is. You like, he's very much a surface kind of character. Um, There's no, I mean, there might be some hidden depths there, but I doubt it. Petunia definitely has some, some, some things under the surface that, are worth exploring right. and thinking about. Um, so let's go to, I mean, I think, unless you have any other thoughts on Petunia, I think no. the next thing to think about is McGonagall. Uh, yeah, and the Wizards, um, Dumbledore, McGonagall. Um, so the first um, introduction, I guess, to the wizarding world um, that we get, really, and that... Um, the Dursleys get is seeing this tabby cat reading a map, not reading cats don't read mm-hmm. looking at a map. It was or reading the sign. Um, and we later found out that this tabby cat with the markings around her, uh, around its eyes, her eyes is <laughs> professor McGonagall who shout out to Pottermore. Great backstory. It's amazing. Amazing backstory. Yeah. Um, we, I need to reread it. We will reread it and talk about it more when McGonagall's a bigger yeah. Focus, but I think um yeah, let's I mean, what were your thoughts about um, McGonagall? I think um well one, there are two things. So the first thing is that I think it's really interesting how like I think McGonagall and Dumbledore they're the first like like wiz like witch and wizard characters. Like we see them like in the background, like um Vernon's really like angry at them or whatever, but they're the first two that are really introduced mm-hmm. and they're so stereotypical. Like their descriptions, like Dumbledore is like a re- like if you were to like look up wizard on Google right now, it would look like Dumbledore, like or even before, before I mean, Dumbledore. I think you have to you it have like, to go back into the the Google right, machine and look it up like, in ninety six exactly, or something. But of course. Yes, yes. But I just remember like even when I was reading it when I was younger, like I immediately thought of just like a re- like a stereotypical wizard, like a pointy hat, like stars on his robes or something i don't remember but like it's just super he wears glasses like yeah he's like he's a stereotypical wizard and mcgonagall is a stereotypical witch she's like other than the fact like i mean her characterization is different it's more like the way they look is very stereotypical but then and even dumbledore um at, for, at first on the surface is very much like what you would imagine a wizard to be like well let's he was evil. let's read the description so right. um on page eight nothing like this man had ever been seen on privet drive he was tall, thin, and very old, judging by the silver of his hair and beard, which were both long enough to tuck into his belt. 
that right there reminded me of Merlin from the Sword and the Stone, mm-hmm. the cartoon yeah. and Disney. Um, if you look it up on, I'm sure it's on YouTube or something. I mean, it's a Disney movie, so I mean that definitely brought that to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, he was wearing long robes, a purple cloak that swept the ground, and high-heeled buckled boots. His blue eyes were light, bright, and sparkling behind half-moon spectacles, and his nose was very long and crooked, as though it had been broken at least twice. So there's so there's two things, actually. So, one, again, the stereo, stereotype, like, it's super... I don't know, it's just like what you would picture a wizard to look like. But then, at the very end, talking about his broken nose, like, I didn't realize until, like, reading it now that I never, like, questioned, like, why his nose had been broken twice. And that's, like, a huge part of his, like, yeah. backstory. And, I mean, I don't know about the second time his, his nose broke, but, like, or if it's the first or the second time. I don't know. But well, it's, like, that's one of those things. Later, you're like, oh, wait, no, that's, like, a big part of his life. backstory. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't even take it to mean that his nose, it, he, she says as though his nose is broken twice. And I was like, right. dude's got a crooked nose. And he's got, like, the bump, you know? Like, yeah. every... You know, I it could have been broken. We don't know. Um, it could have been born with it. But, yeah, that's really – it's it's interesting. It's another example, too, of just how well thought out her world and these people are, that she she knows that about him and she knows that about his backstory enough that it becomes a, a descriptor. Um, like, immediately. And immediately, and also – it, it it's a big it's not like oh when he was five and he broke you right, know he, he was like riding fell it, he of, fell off a broom or something yeah. like it's a big wow, yeah it's a big deal it's fine out you know the other thing um like, harry potter is always framed around school which is like kind of weird but also i mean it works you know what i mean like when mm-hmm. you think of harry potter you automatically think of hogwarts and they're like interchangeable um but like immediately when he sees let me see if it's When he says, ah, the first thing he says, or the second thing he says, after he says, I should have known, is fancy seeing you here, Professor McGonagall. So he immediately says, he doesn't say, like, Minerva. He says, Professor. So it's, like, really clear that she's a teacher. And that's really interesting to me. Like, like both of them, like, they have so much, like, clout and, like, so much influence in that world. And they're, like, really huge characters, but they're professors, like. They just teach, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's really interesting that, that, that that's, like, such a big deal. Or, like, it's just such an integral part to the story that they're, like, teachers and they're always around and they're, like, part of this whole, like, backdrop. Like, they drop Harry off. <laughs> like, that's how it is. They are they the caretakers. Are, like, exactly. Of every, and of everyone and not just Harry. I mean, right, especially, of course, yeah. especially Harry, but, like... You know, but Dumbledore any, and McGonagall. Special care, that's yeah, all, like. Dumbledore and McGonagall were integral parts in Lily's life, and mm-hmm. Lily had both parents. Oh, sorry, I just made myself really <laughs> sad. Um, so I want to like actually turn to McGonagall because um, talking about that, I never thought of McGonagall as being kind of like the stereotypical witch, so mm-hmm. much as the stereotypical professor. That yeah, um, true. like I mean, she wears in the movies at least. I don't, and I think they mention it a few times that she does wear the pointy hat. Yeah, um, in the books, but she's described as a professor. So he turned to smile at the tabby, but it had gone. Instead, he was smiling at a rather severe-looking woman 
who was wearing square glasses exactly the shape of the markings the cat had around its eyes. She, too, was wearing a cloak, an emerald one. Her black hair was drawn into a tight bun. She looked distinctly ruffled. That, to me, sounds like a nun at a Catholic school (laughs) or, like, the super old, no-nonsense teacher um, in your, like, high school who was just, like, don't be late, don't mess up. Very stern-looking. And so um, just saying, like, a rather severe-looking woman with a tight bun I it it I don't I don't know if it's just because I've watched Hocus Pocus too much or whatever, but whenever I think of witches, like I think of, you know, the Wizard of Oz, um, Hocus Pocus, and they're all kind of kooky and like more um like the divination teacher whose name I just blanked Trelawney. on. Yes. More like Trelawney with the with with the pointy hat. Mm-hmm. Less like McGonagall. McGonagall to me just is like sounds like a school teacher and like she and like a like a harsh like an old school school teacher who will whip out like the, the, the switch and and knock you a couple times you know that's why i said the catholic school thing you know right like she will whip you if you get out of line so <laughs> that's what i thought about with her um what did you think about the fact that she was waiting for him there i mean if they we know that they work together we know that she's not only a professor at Hogwarts, but she's like the second in command at Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. So why did she feel the need to sit there all day? Why couldn't she just like throw an out Dumbledore's way? Did she not think that he would respond? Like, or was it just her way of coping? Or what do you think? I'm actually that's actually a good question because let me see because she was surprised when Dumbledore said that he was going to leave Harry there, but then why else would she be there? Yeah, like she was waiting. Yeah, she was waiting on him. So may- maybe it's just that she was waiting on him, and she knew, like, oh, if they're actually dead, tears. Um, if they're actually dead, then he'll have to come tell her sister. So maybe that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe that's why. But uh, but it seems like she was watching them. Like I think she like, was. I yeah, because think... she says yeah. She says you don't mean you can't mean the people who live here, Dumbledore, you can't. I've been watching them all day. You couldn't find two people who are less like us. <laughs> and yeah, so, uh, Dudley. Um, but yeah, so it's just like, I don't know, that's really interesting. Like, she seems really surprised by the fact, but then she's there. I think the one thing I think about McGonagall, which is, I don't think that she's surprised so much as, like, she knows Dumbledore, and she no, and it does make sense, right? So if it's true and they are dead, cheers. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes sense that he would go to his only remaining family. Mm-hmm. So as stern as McGonagall is, we all know that she has a really big heart and she's a, she cares for the, like, for she looks out for the well-being of everyone and, for, and looks out for their best interest, even if it isn't the, in the nicest way. You know, mm-hmm. like, she's very fair. She's, and she you know, cares. Yeah. So I think it made, to me, I thought, like, oh, she's going to check these people out to make sure that they're worthy of getting this boy who's obviously special, if right. everything is true. Mm-hmm. And knowing Dumbledore, g- coming to, like, think, like, well, you know, obviously he's going to want to check these people out, too, and I want to warn him, like, they're not the people. Right. Like, there, there's got to be a different plan. Way. Yeah. Which... 
I'm trying to decide if I should bring them up now or if I should just wait till the end. I'll wait. Okay. So now I'm it's on now, the next page. Okay, because so okay. like now I'm like, what? Um yeah, but I do think like you know, I I don't know because they don't really talk about it, but I assume that James' parents have passed and he was the only they child. Were really old, yeah. They were really old when um I think they died of like natural causes because they were like they were really old okay so yeah because i you know doesn't james have any family yeah. like hasn't there there's got to be you know what about oh None never mind you, yeah <laughs> i was i was going somewhere that you all know i was like what about serious but <laughs> that's exactly what i was about to say and then i was like let me wait at the at this i wait. literally well we're gonna get into oh, it serious. um but yeah. i wrote down Okay, let's just let's just go there. All right, so, we'll just do, we'll talk about so Hagrid comes to drop off Harry. Harry. I literally wrote down while they're dropping Harry off. Sirius is being accused of killing Peter and going to Azkaban. Not no, not yet. The next day. The next day. So right now he's just like really distraught about the fact that his best friends have died and been murdered, and he knows who did it, and he's the only one who knows who did it. So yeah, I kind of feel like crying, but it's okay. We'll, we'll be all right. We gonna be all right. <laughs> okay. Are you sure we gonna be all right? No, <laughs> I'm not sure, but we gonna we gonna, um, we gonna okay. Push real through. quick, real quick before we go to serious, really quickly, I really like uh, this description of Hagrid because it's so clear that this is a children's book, like so clear. <laughs> like when you go, okay, so he says, um, so about Hagrid on page fourteen. He looked simply too big to be allowed, and so wild. Long tangles of bushy black hair and beard hid most of his face. He had hands the size of trash can lids, and his feet in their leather boots were like baby dolphins. Like, <laughs> trash can lids and baby dolphins. I, I still, like, think about, when I think about Hagrid, I think about that. Because I'm just <laughs> like, this description, man, is just so, it's clearly for the 11-year-old. Like, it's not... <laughs> it's like, not it's, for the no, it's not for the for the twenty one year old. Um or thirty year old. But it's cute. Some of us are older than twenty one. Anyway, <laughs> um it is very cute. I think one thing about Hagrid too, going back to our news, um, Bloomsbury with their preview of the uh illustrated edition has a great picture of Hagrid. Oh my God, it's amazing. Which is the first time not the first time, but because they show the other the last um edition where they had the new covers was a really great oh, yeah, picture sure, of Hagrid okay. as well. Is it um, Hagrid in this? Sorry, he can keep talking. Yeah, he's in this. He's um, kind of, mm, not really. Not. <laughs> We're not going to talk about and, that. And, they, and it's, it's obvious that the illustrations are very much informed by Robbie Coltrane's portrayal of Hagrid in the movies, but there are some very big differences, I like to think, and he looks wilder, he looks bigger um obviously because you can draw him as big as you want and there's no realism that's broken there or whatever but um I think that those illustrations are so clear as to what JK wrote and what they got I mean I just think that they're amazing and um I don't know if we want to go into this yet but we're just let's just talk about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it up. What? Um, so there has been the um, people of color arguments about Harry Potter, mm-hmm. 
And um, there is a very great series happening of cutting all of the times people of color in movies talk. If you haven't seen it, it's on YouTube. Um, it's done by the guy who voices Cecil in uh, Night Vale. Shout out to Night Vale. <laughs> awesome podcast. Um, but these are two. There, So now we've had two descriptions of people who are clearly ambiguous. There's no mention when you read the um, description of Hagrid. He was twice as tall as a normal man and at least five times as wide. He looked simply too big to be allowed. Long tangles of bushy black hair and a beard hid most of his face. His hands were the size of trash can lids and his feet were leather in their leather boots were like baby dolphins. There's no skin color there. He could be purple. He could be, <laughs> you know, he could be any race. Um, there is the fact that he is, um, he's got black hair. Yeah. So there's the fact that they're in Britain. And like I've said many times, Britain is where white people are made. So it's a safe assumption that he's white or Caucasian of some size, but there's also a sizable population of a lot of different ethnicities in Britain. Um, so it's funny that both him and McGonagall, and we can go back and look at the description of McGonagall, Dumbledore which too. is, um, well, Dumbledore has blue eyes. So, oh, that's true. You know, I mean, there are black people with blue eyes. There are, but just, they're... He's, he's, Dumbledore's white. Dumbledore's um. white. He's got silver <laughs> hair and blue eyes. Um, but so she is a rather severe looking woman who was wearing a square, who was wearing square glasses. She was wearing, um, a cloak, an emerald one. Her black hair was drawn to a tight bum. She looked distinct, distinctly ruffled. That's it. There's no mention. And I think the great thing is if you're reading this for the first time, it really allows you to form these people in your own head. There's all of this like extra, they're, they're described enough to give you a very good sense of who they are, what they look like, but there's a, there's a lot of room to make them into, you know, let your imagination do the rest. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just something worth pointing out early and we can continue to point it out throughout the series. You know, it's a big discussion right now. So, um, it just calls to mind the fact that it's, 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 it's a thing. I guess <laughs> that's like the only way to say it. It's, it's a thing. We'll just also point out that it's like midnight right now. So this is recorded <laughs> and it's super late. Yes. <laughs> Our brains are kind of on like delay. <laughs> um, so I suppose we should talk about Sirius now because he's on the bottom of this page. Yes. And. And feelings. I mean, okay. So I'm going to just say his name and then we won't, we won't bring it up again for two minutes. But. I know, like, Remus has the worst story, but Sirius is, like, really close up there. We can't, let's not even, I just, I said it, and let's, let's just gloss over that, and let's just talk about Sirius Black one time. Let's, all right, all let's right. do this. Um, I also just want to say that if, really quickly, like, the fact that Dumbledore, yeah, he's dropping him with the Dursleys. Um, I'm going to just say that if he had stayed with Sirius, and I'm going to put in parentheses Remus, because in my mind, if everything had been cool, well, it wouldn't have been cool because his parents would have been dead. If things would have worked out <laughs> in a little bit better way, he would have stayed with Sirius and Remus. But if he had, Harry would have been a horrible person. He would have been terrible. Really? I think so. So because, so let me see. Um, This part where...
Um, oh, okay. So uh, I can't find the part, but it's the part where he's like, oh, everyone will know his name. And Dumbledore's like, yeah, it's better if you don't. Oh, yeah. No one. Oh, I can't find the page. What it is happens? on um, page. Oh, is it earlier? It, yeah, it's earlier. It is on page oh, yeah, found 13. It. Okay, yeah, 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 I have it. So you'd be like, um, okay, so Dumb- so McGonagall's like, um, these people will never understand him. He'll be famous, a legend. I wouldn't be surprised if today was known as Harry Potter Day in the future. There will be books written about Harry. Every child in our world will know his name. And then Dumbledore says, exactly. It would be enough to turn any boy's head. Famous for where he can walk and talk. Famous for something he won't even remember. Can you see how much better off he'll be growing up away from all that until he's ready to take it? And I, like, 100% agree with this. Like, while I don't think he needed to be subjected to, like, the abusive family that is the Dursleys, at the same time, if he had, like... If, he would have been Draco. Been able, right. If Harry had been able <laughs> to stay with Sirius, like, keep, just not even, like talking about Sirius's issues like with himself and with his own like ideas of um like James and you know like the family yeah his yeah. family and then like the completion of Harry and James that we get later on all that stuff like Sirius is not really responsible we'll just say that off top second of all Harry will be will would have been like fully steeped in the wizarding world so everyone would have known him and that would have gone to his head like, I would, I, I would like to the, correct I, one thing that you said, which what? is that the conflation of Harry and James probably wouldn't have happened because Sirius would have also been in the Wizarding World and not cooped up and stunted at the age he was. Maybe, maybe that's debatable, but maybe it's debatable. But I think continue. that, but for the most part, I think that like so, it's like Harry knowing that he's super famous from Jump, plus. Serious being his like his yeah. caretaker would have been a lot. The the re, the responsibility part of Sirius would have right. probably still been there. I agree. Right. It would have been a lot, and that would have been it. Would have been a problem. And as much as I would have loved to see Harry happy, I actually like if that would have been the story, I wouldn't have even liked Harry. So then, who cares if he's happy, <laughs> right? So like, as much as like I love to think about, I think later on, if, if like they had gotten to stay with each other once Sirius did his waiting twelve years of it in Azkaban, um, I think that it would have been great and um, it would have been amazing. But growing up in that would have been a problem. The first eleven years is a good. I don't want to say good because he was abused, yeah. but it was it 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 it's it's. it's positive that he did grow up away from the wizarding world and away from that fame and notoriety because we have seen i mean we we all know the child stars in our world and they ain't got no kind of magic they just they what no so yeah um i do want to point out though um just to close this whole thing out that like Dumbledore couldn't have woke him up and rang the doorbell and been like, here, like he's left he, that was a problem. on he's, a doorstep. He just, he's one years old. And it literally says, like, Harry Potter rolled over inside his blankets without waking up. One small hand closed on the letter beside him and he slept on, not knowing he was special, not knowing he was famous, not knowing he would be woken in a few hours time. He spent hours on that port. His first it's night. Cold. It is cold. Britain his, is not warm. Like, his first night as an orphan. It was, spent, it was Halloween. Like I don't think it was Halloween. It was because they was said the day, they were they. Because it says in the news. Yeah, but they died on October thirty first. I'm pretty sure. 
it was Halloween. See, I think that that's a conflation of the books because I mean, no, no, I don't. No, we can no, talk no, about no, this no, later, no. but it says um, Bonfire Night is not until next week, folks. So if there are any British listeners, is Bonfire Night the weekend before Halloween or the week before Halloween? I know it says that they died on Halloween. It says they died on Halloween, but I don't know. Um, Google it. Let's Google it. We're gonna we're going to the Googles because Google knows everything. But I do want to say like, yep, November fifth this year. So it's okay. So it's the week after. Yeah. Boom. So they, they, it was Halloween. Um, JK. You, Which I'm glad she didn't say it. Especially yeah. that it was Halloween because that would have been like. And I also don't think, I don't know if Halloween. Which, hold up. Time if, Halloween if it was Halloween, similar, why was Vernon so angry at people dressed up? Because I don't think that Britain does Halloween the way we do. Oh. We, we are not sure. If we have any British fans, let I us just, know. We just made, she just made that up. She just said that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I just made that up. But I, I. He he seemed mad about it, so I saying, figured that's maybe, why. Because he could at least been like, why I, I know said. it's Halloween, but y'all are grown ass people. Which I would be like, that's legit. You're grown. Yes. You don't need to be dressed up. That and that's why I thought okay. I don't think it was Halloween. Because why would he be so upset? No, so anyway, was, okay, it was Halloween. Vernon is just can a, I finish? He just he's just a terrible person. He's a terrible person. Okay, he just, feeds off of unhappiness now, now and he loves a, it. He's a dementor. Now that's established. <laughs> We so, can just go on. Go we, we, uh, everyone agrees that Vernon is terrible. I just think, I mean, Harry is left. And this says, is good luck. He says good luck. <laughs> and he puts, good luck, Harry, he murmured. And then and he just operates. Just, operates. just like Dumbledore out. Like, <laughs> you couldn't ring the doorbell. You don't have some spell that could ring the doorbell and wake him up and be like, Baby outside, let's bring him in, make sure he's warm and cared for. Nah, he was trying to build character. That's what he was trying to do. Well, he was like, Harry already defeated a dark <laughs> wizard. I think he can survive a couple hours out in the cold. Oh, that's so horrible. It's so horrible. Okay. <laughs> so, um, th- that's just my like ending thought to that chapter. No, nah, that's, that's how real. It, I'm just like, because it's like real nice and it's like, oh, they left him and it's like, and he's super bundled like, up in his blanket. Magical. But also, he's and, like, one years old. And I don't know, you you have a very young sister. Yeah. When you're I one, do you sleep through the night like that? Especially if you're cold or he's if anything long. happens. He probably peed on And there's so no, he, yeah. He needed his diaper change. He needed his diaper change. There's noises. Poor Harry. There's well, owls still shooting Jive. around. Favorite Jive is pretty quiet. Yeah, there are owls. You know. Maybe because he's a wizard, he's like, random cats. He used to have a cat. I Maybe guess he's so. Not tripping. I don't know. I don't we're know. trying to. Dumbledore was tripping. Basically, yeah. we'll stop trying to like make excuses. There's no for excuses him. for that. That's Ring the doorbell. Yeah. Let them bring the baby inside. Wake him up. That's so sad. Then that the next few weeks he was prodded and pinched by Dudley. Dudley is a, is just a bully off top. I mean, I will say, um, little boys like to prod and pinch everything, especially when they're someone yeah, smaller than them. Yeah, first word was won't. So he's just. He's, he's a, a problem. He's I'm not. Yeah, kid. Dumbledore is at uh, Dumbledore. Dudley, <laughs> Dudley is not the best. I mean, I wouldn't if I was a babysitter. I would up my rate like three times. Like, nah, <laughs> you're gonna have to pay, pay me what you owe me, man. If you wanted me to watch that kid, but I'm just saying, in his defense, little kids love to poke at things that are a little bit smaller than him, and as we all know, Harry was smaller than Dudley, so man. All right, so we're going to do this thing now where we are going to name who won the chapter, and we're going to call them the real MVP. This is wizard team. So (laughs) 
um, who is the MVP of Wither Team, and then who's getting benched for this chapter. So I would say that... Oh, wait, real quick. Also, we're going to, like, make... You can, um, you know, tweet to us who you think is the real MVP and who's also benched. Um, and then at the end of the book, we're going to, like, decide, like, who won the book and who lost the book. Yeah. So, well, That's, yeah. We're going to be keeping track of this. Yeah. So, um, I would like to say that I think the real MVP... I don't know if I'm doing this wrong or whatever, but I think it's the wizarding world as a whole. Like they got dumb, they got Voldemort out of their life. They were, you know, hanging out in cloaks, shooting off shooting stars and partying. Like that's a party I want to go to. They were all just like, like let's go. It was lit for a whole day. They were just having fun. So I think it's the wizarding world as a whole. If I have to choose one person, mm-hmm. I would say Hagrid won the chapter Aww. because he came in, he was clutch, he brought in Harry where he needed to be, he got to ride a sick-ass flying motorbike, Aww, and never got in trouble with um, Arthur Weasley. I feel like Arthur probably was like, I got that car in my garage, so you know what can I say about that? But I think Hagrid definitely won the chapter. Um, Bayana's over here scribbling, so... Sorry, I changed my mind. So mine initially was McGonagall just because she's awesome and she's the best, but I'm actually going to change mine to Sirius because, as we know, after this... <laughs> <laughs> it all goes downhill. After today, he just has, like, the worst life for 12 years, and so... So he needs but, this win. But he, like, he gave Hagrid the bike, and he's, like, he was real selfless. He's having a horrible day. He's having a bad day, he and just, he still like, did what needed to be got, done. Yeah. And I just feel really bad for Sirius Black, but he also, like, came through. Because how else was Harry going to get there? He can't use magic. How else is he going to get to Privet Drive? I mean, a flying motorbike is kind of magical, but whatever. But but he didn't use the magic. He's just on it. Okay. Right? Because, you know, like, when they're they're in in Arthur Weasley's car later, they didn't use magic. They were just in a spot that, like... Happened to be magical. Happened to be magical. All right. Right. Um, So I'm going to say Sirius. Okay. Um, who is getting bitched for you? Um, Vernon. <laughs> <laughs> That's it? No, I mean, no explanation? Of I feel like I spend a lot of time talking about why. All right. So I think, yeah. So this is really funny because you almost had McGonagall winning the chapter. McGonagall is the you one that is bitched it? for me. What? McGonagall, Minerva, honey. Come on. Voldy is gone. Go party. Go get a drink. You know Dumbledore. Call him or send an owl or whatever. Why are you sitting stiffly on a cold wall all day like if you had just been there for like an hour you know if you'd caught there like when vernon was getting back from work like cool but no you were there when he left in the morning and you were there when he when he got home and nothing happened privet drive is boring and slow and all you did was see fat dudley kicking his mama like everything was going on like there was so much going on there were parties there were shooting stars. Like, why aren't you and Kent getting down with the Dahlias? Like, that's where <laughs> I would have been. Like, to be completely honest. Like, that's like saying, like, the Warriors won the NBA championship. I'm not even a Warriors fan. I was out in the streets. Like, let, let's, let's do this. I was in Detroit. I was <laughs> <laughs> but I was in Detroit. I was, I was out in the streets. I was, I was like, so all right, mad. let's go. Let's take I it to the like, streets. We're going to get another chance like this, and I'm not even in the state, bro. But, all right, we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that, um, but I'm just saying, like, girl, girl, go party. Like, I feel like Dumbledore all day. And it said, it said, cold, hard wall. 
And then maybe that makes she her a G. The... That makes her a G. She's able to stand up for that long. Just be there. She's. I'm sorry. Dumbledore says, my dear professor, I've never seen a cat sit so stiffly. You'd be stiff too if you'd been sitting on a top of a brick wall all day. Who asked you? <laughs> you didn't. Why? Nobody. Nobody made She's you be a there. Real one. If she. If. If you needed her to come sit on a brick wall outside your house right now, she would do it. She, she would. Not. But she I could. hope she could do it. She could do it. She would. She but would. I hope it would be because I asked her to, <laughs> and she just didn't take that upon herself. <laughs> like, what intel did she get though? Man, I'm really curious. Because Harry that. still ended up at the nursery. That's Dursleys. still really like not answered, and I'm curious about that. That's true. She. Why was she? Why? But I love McGonagall. I I love I her think too. Also, because I already know one chapter, she's definitely winning. Oh, she's and gonna so, win. Career advice. We're getting okay. I'm sorry. But that's like way ahead of the it's game. It's so ahead she, of the game. I she's mean, already we're, won that we're doing. Book. We're doing. Right. We're doing that. Cool. That's when we like, get there, that's in a. I, I'm not. There's, this is no shade on Minerva. Minerva, you're gonna win like a most, ton of chapters. So many chapters. You're gonna win so many chapters. But this first one, I have. I have to give you that L. I'm sorry. You get the L. I'm willing to concede that she lost this one. Dang. I am. As she long went as from we winning. can say, as long as we can say that Sirius won. Because <laughs> Sirius. So do we have win. to agree? Because no, I feel don't. like we should take it to the. We no, should we take don't. it to the street. So. On Twitter, please let us know who you think your well your real MVP is and who do you think should be benched. Um of this chapter. Of this chapter alone. We'll do it for every chapter, so. And we will figure out who wins the book um at the end. But for Robin, Hagrid and the Wizarding World are the real MVP. Professor McGonagall, I'm sorry, you're benched, honey. Diana. For me, um Sirius is the real MVP. Um and then Vernon is benched. Obviously. Although I'm willing, obvi- just for obvious reasons. Like, there's really, like, what? Like, he's going to lose all the time. He's never winning. If Vernon is in a chapter, there's a good chance that he's lost it. Pretty much. <laughs> um, except Marge, because, like, come on. Yeah. Like, there's only something you're Vernon, like, the only one that you're lo- The only person that you're losing the loss to <laughs> is your sister. Is your sister. So, the Dursley's got that L locked up most of the time. Um, okay. So thank you guys so much. Um, this and make really sure fun. I'm so excited. I'm it's really fun. Next so next week, annotate. Next week we will be discussing chapter two, which is the vanishing glass. So make sure that you read and follow along. Um, if you want to join the conversation on Twitter, remember we're at We Black and Nerds and just hashtag Wizard Team. Make sure you tell us who you think your real MVP is and who's benched for the chapter. Um, and anything else, like any other comments you have, any other like insights. We're still trying to figure out why McGonagall was on that. Why was she, why, so nobody long. asked you? We don't know. I appreciate that she was there. Nobody but we asked. Still don't you. know why. So I think yeah, that would be great if you have any insight to that. Um, she ain't age. no better than Petunia. She just nosy. Okay, old and no, nosy. You went too far. Okay, that's too far. I went too far. That's too far. All right. Thank you Doubt for that. listening. And make sure to check out our website, BlackGirlsNerdOut.com. Oh yeah, and then also we have two new posts this last week. Because we post on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And they're all about Harry Potter. Because we were really excited about Harry Potter. So check those out as well. It is Harry Potter week. And we like to think that as these young witches and wizards. Oh yeah, congrats. Also, I'm really jealous. Yeah, get in your your Hogwarts letters. Whatever. Um, Even though we got our Hogwarts letters. No, they're actually like, they were on Hogwarts Express on Tuesday. Yeah, they were on Hogwarts Express. and Nine and three quarters. Yeah, they're just starting on the little boats, it's you know. Weird. They sh- they we weren't invited. 
enjoy your enjoy your fantastic meal in the great hall and your feast and um whatever i hope you tell get, professor hope, longbottom I, hope, I said what up i hope peeves drops a bunch of water balloons on you she a hater tell professor longbottom i said hey boo call me anyway <laughs> okay you realize what he might not be as cute as uh oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> he might, he might well, not have had that glow up. No, he might not have glowed up the same way Matt Lewis did. Well, in my brain, <laughs> he glowed up with Matt. Lewis. Professor Longbottom is bang out. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so remember check out our website blackgirlsnerdout.com where we're gonna have some great Harry Potter related um, content this week. Um, our Facebook page, Black Girls Nerd Out, our Instagram and Tumblr, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and. We are talking about this on Twitter all the time, and we want to hear about what you have to say. Yep, and so we will. These will go up hopefully every Friday, as long as we're <laughs> on it. Please like and be keep us about and keep it. yeah keep us keep on us it. accountable because we want to do this, but also like life happens and stuff. So just be like, yo, so what's up with these episodes though? And we'll be like, you right, and then we'll just do them. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> it, it might go exactly like that, right? <laughs> You, you right. right. <laughs> I will if, if that's a reply on Twitter, that's from me. Yeah, so that's, you know, that's true. I will definitely. Say I'm that. too. I'm too old to say you right. <laughs> um, but yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening. And yeah, we black, we nerds, we nerd out hard, Potterheads. Hashtag wizard. Hashtag. Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna take a picture. Somebody has to remind me. We have there's a there's a sign. There's like a gang sign for wizard team. Um, do you remember that one? There is. It's a, it's a snitch. We're gonna, it's, I'm going to take a picture. We'll take a picture. And post it. Um, it's amazing. I made it up like five years ago. And we we, and we rock that sign. We rock with our team. Yep. Um, and if you rock with our team along with us, make sure that you let us know. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we will be back here next week.